following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Paul Biscrillo, the founder of TsunamiFaithful.com. And Cole Burry, your wonderful data monkey. It's been a while, folks. Yeah, we decided to let him back on. Yay! Uh, doesn't, it definitely has been a while. Doesn't mean you won't go back to uh, the prison. Aww. But I like the fresh air. He's just going no, to just... break out, you know, use the chains against the chains like... Kirito and Yu-Gi-Oh. Is that oh, supposed God, to be a segue? It is a segue. <laughs> so Not the best segue you're gonna get. The last yeah. time that we talked about Sword Art Online Alicization was around after the infamous episode ten aired. We had Alex von David on. It was an enjoyable conversation to be sure. And while I tried to get Alex again for this one, schedules be as they may. So you get us! And uh, we're going to pick it up pretty much right after that point. So this is uh, Sword Art Online's Alicization Part 2 of 4 or something. It's it's Season 3 Part 2. Yeah. No, that's not you know, right. You know what? It's, you know what? You're, you're terrible. We're technically on episode, we're on episode 11 at this point, right after said moment of episode 10. Let's just go yeah. with that. We can maybe you just both... jump into each episode. But No, no. But you see, and I want to fully confuse people because season two, part two of Alicization is actually starting in October, on October 12th now in Japan. It'll show up on <laughs> Toonami probably sometime next year early in the year we can figure but enough yeah. about that so this is alicization part one part two <laughs> here, can I, can I do this? here let me just do this back okay how about sword art online <laughs> season three part two that's probably accurate <laughs> i don't know how many parts are in the second half of alicization I, I believe it's two. I want to say it's like two because it's like six to nine books and it's about three books per. So, they, they well, let's always start the two, yeah. two uh, you know what? books per season. You know what? If we're, if we're going to do this, let's just do this right, okay? Let's do a proper <laughs> intro and let me make the magic happen, okay? Because <laughs> I'll probably be the one editing this anyways. anyways. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so... Without further ado, let's finally get into the second half of Sword Art Online, Alicization. Part one.
up in episode 11, the Central Cathedral, after, you know, killing Rios and injuring Humbert. Uh, I missed that conversation. I'm sad, but continue. Yeah, Kirito and Yujio are, you know, now criminals. So even though the person at the school is kind of like, yeah, I kind of get why you did it. Here, let me fix your eye. <laughs> but now you're <laughs> now you're going to get taken by someone off to the Central Cathedral for punishment. Guess who is there to take them into custody? Oh, why? It's little Alice, all grown up now and oh, not was, not nice at all. I, I, I was going to say Bryce Peppenbrook, but okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> So they get taken into custody, they're put into jail, and they figure out very quickly, actually, that they can use their chains, which have the same level of, like, integrity, to break each other's chains. And then they also have chains as weapons, because, sure, why not? <laughs> Stupidest game design mechanic ever. It's both ingenious and stupid at the exact same time. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what? So, it happens. they end up fighting Eldry, one of the knights, and they kind of, like, catch him off his game at a point, which leads to them thinking of something later on, but they manage to escape. There's a little voice calling out to Kirito, telling him where to go, and they end up in the secret library, where they meet... The uh, cardinal. Card. The yep. embodiment of the cardinal system, which is actually the administrator, uh, like half of the administrator's life force, which she tried to cheat the system yet again, and <clears throat> like she was running out of memory storage because she'd lived a really long time. So she tried to like copy that over to some other npc but when she did that she didn't realize that she was creating somebody with the same level of authority as her oops and immediately this little girl comes to realize that oh i'm super powerful and she's bad and i have the authority to stop her but i gotta get away so she kind of goes away into hiding and is sort of the trump card to make sure that the administrator gets taken down someday. So she helps out Kirito and Yu-Gi-Oh, gives him some new clothes, does a huge data dump, like two, three episodes worth. Yeah. About. <laughs> Explains about. all about how the administrator was just a normal girl who realized that when she killed the rabbit, that her authority level went up. So she just gets stronger and stronger and stronger and then became really famous, really popular and got everybody to worship her. And then she created the taboo index to make sure that nobody else would be able to kill or do anything else that would get them to the level of authority as her. I don't, that's, I, I want to say it was slightly different because I believe her killing the rabbit was just her being a sadistic little creep. Uh, her getting her authority level yeah. up was her figuring out how to use the system call to recreate the spell effects. Because then she ended up creating everything else that, because then they saw her as a goddess, which then ultimately led to being magic usable in the world, and so on and so forth. Yeah. 
But she realizes that if somebody else were to kill, that their authority level would rise. And she didn't want anybody to do that. So she puts together all these laws and calls it the <coughs> Taboo Index. And, you know, this is a great big allegory on religion and how it's been manipulated over the years. And I don't think Reki Kawahara thinks well of religion. Between this and Mother's Rosario... <laughs> I don't I don't think so. <clears throat> but I digress. <laughs> so now that they are armed with important information and have learned how to use some sword skills, Kirito and Huchio, much to Kirito's chagrin, now have to face down a hundred floors of the cathedral. <laughs> Which to Kirito is like Oh my gosh, we're doing this again. But it's okay, they cheat. <laughs> so I mean, we would have been there forever if they hadn't. Yeah, yeah. We're come on. There's there's only like twelve more episodes left of this season. We gotta move things along. <laughs> <laughs> so they go the gauntlet. They fight these various knights. They fight the Crimson Knight, who is the guy who took uh, Alice way back when, <clears throat> and he's got like bows and arrows. And then they fight the Relentless Knight, and she. Yes, she, Fanatino, has this chip on her shoulder about being a female warrior and how people don't respect her because she's female. And Kirito's all like, bitch, I'm a feminist. <laughs> and let's not forget the two novice ones who stab him with the poison knives before Kirito figured it out super quickly and just owned their asses in three and a half seconds. <laughs> yeah, those two. Yeah, that two. was pretty funny. That end up becoming knights because all the other kids in their group couldn't withstand the revival ritual. Because, oh, yeah, the administrators come up with ways to revive people unsuccessfully a lot of the time. Let's <laughs> attack the planet. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty gross. Some Full Metal Alchemist stuff going on here. <laughs> so these girls think... We want to, like, rise in the ranks because we don't respect the knights. So they try to one over Kirito and Yu-Gi-Oh! And, yeah, probably did Yu-Gi-Oh! But Kirito's are like, yeah, I knew they were bad from the beginning. So they get dragged yeah. up, like, 50 floors. <laughs> it, was, it, it was something stupid because it was just like... It, it was just like, okay... There are multiple problems with this because one, if you drug them by their feet all the way up the stairs, how are they not just dead from the brain damage? Ow, and two, ow, ow, ow. you couldn't use an elevator. Their life bar. No, they didn't no. find the elevator yet. <laughs> well, you'd still sit there and think that the Integrinets would have had some secret elevator of sorts. I mean, that building was freaking huge. Come on. Just... Well, they well they do, but not at that point. <laughs> I argue bullshit. We never see him go up the staircase. You never know what they could have had to hit it in the walls. True. I mean, there's probably another elevator in there somewhere. Right. So, Kirito's all like, you disrespected those knights, but now you see how powerful they are. It's like, Kirito, you have a very interesting perspective on things. Like, you, you respect the knights, but at the same time... <laughs> I respect the women's, but I also disrespect the women's. It's a very, very unique skill talent that he has. Yeah. 
Well, speaking of unique skill talents, some of these special attacks that these knights have are pretty cool. The the light beam power that Fanatino has is pretty pretty dang powerful. I mean, it burns a hole in Kirito's foot. Well, again, it was based on the power of the sun, so it's like, oh, cool, she just weaponized what essentially amounts to a giant magnifying glass. Unleash the power of the sun! Pretty much. Sunny Dean full effect was there. But not Hamon. I mean, it's, it's just Hamon, right? Oh, Jesus. Sure. No, no, no. I, I would disagree <laughs> with on that, but let's not go into the differentials between power types. <laughs> yeah. So... Yu-Gi-Oh! freezes Fanatino, and they stab her with one of the knives, and Cardinal comes and picks her up to take her away to heal her, because they're so nice. They got these, only these two daggers, and they were supposed to be used to get the administrator, or used to get Alice. And they just used one of them because they couldn't think of any other way to save Fonatino from dying because she was in really because... bad shape after the battle. Because Kibito intelligent. Yes. So they go a little higher up and hey there's Alice and she's none too happy to see them. They get into a little fight. She shows off her cool sword skills with her sword that could turn into flowers that hurt you. I be Akuya from Bleach, or yeah. whatever his name was. <laughs> and then there's a hole in the wall. And both Alice and Kirito fall out the freaking building. And then it seals up behind them. Well, that leaves Yu-Gi-Oh to keep climbing and Kirito in a interesting predicament. And this, I honestly, this episode was my favorite of the season. With Alice and Kirito begrudgingly helping each other. It was very entertaining. Yep. Let's we'll spend three episodes climbing up the side of a hundred foot or a hundred story building. Clink. Yeah. <laughs> clink. Clink. And Kirito's like, come on, just climb up. And Alice is like, I, I can't. Can't. Oh, like, yeah. You're, yeah uh, right. you're like really strong and a good swordswoman and you can't do this. Okay, I guess it's up to me. <laughs> it was so stupid. Strong female character. And now she becomes useless. You what? know, it's bad the timing. The way of the sword art. So while they're going through this, Yu-Gi-Oh! meets up with the legendary hero. You know, <laughs> Bercoli, the guy who slayed the dragon. And this guy's really cool. And, you know, one of those honorable old soldiers that doesn't quite agree with what the bad guy army is up to, but still is, you know, falling in line because he believes that, that what is justice, you know, those kinds of characters. And, and and let us be reminded, this is set in one of the more crueler locations, too, because there's a freaking hot springs, like bathhouse area. Yeah, imagine how bad it would be if that froze. <laughs> Oof. So, after a fight that it seems like Yu-Gi-Oh's having a real hard time with, which makes sense. I mean, he's fairly new to sword fighting. <laughs> and this guy's a legend. He finally gets one up on him and freezes him. 
But he's not dead. He's still alive. That is, until the creepy clown man arrives. A senator! Yes, yeah. the vice senator Toodlekin. Or whatever it prime, is. Prime senator. Prime, prime senator. senator, that's it. Prime senator. Prime senator Toodlekin shows up and's all like, oh, this won't do it all. So, you're dead to me, and uh, I'm gonna take you. So now Yu-Gi-Oh! Was... gets dragged off to meet the administrator. Meanwhile, Kirito and Alice have managed to scale the building and have to fight these, like, gargoyles that came to life. And it's all like, what are these beasts doing here? They're not supposed to be here. And then a recap. Very uh -huh. interestingly, the show decided to be like... All right, now Kirito's going to explain to Alice everything that's happened to kind of clue her in on the situation because she doesn't trust him, but is willing to listen. And the show's all like, hey, here's a good time for an actual recap. <laughs> Which we didn't get because... on Toonami, but it did Thank air in God. Japan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that Thank be... God we didn't get the recap episode. We didn't need it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, we did not. And between all the doubled premieres with this show, we, uh, oh, we got that was pretty fast. A, that was such a lovely time frame, too. Okay, so we don't know what's this is coming up, so this happens. And not to mention the wonderful episode 6 glitch out, which came at the exact same time as the Criminal Threats promo. And that was a whole wonderful little irony. Yeah, that was certainly a uh, night to be remembered. <laughs> But they made ass. it up. They more than made it up. And then they were like, huh, maybe we shouldn't have doubled up so many episodes, because now we need a show. <laughs> well, not to mention how you managed to convince them twice to change certain things, included, but unfortunately changed the episode 10 going into Promised Neverland episode 1, which would have been the greatest of all mind screws. Yeah, I'm glad that they, uh, they, that they fixed that. You're welcome. Dang. Amusingly, even though episode 10 got a lot of extra censorship, the flashbacks to it did not. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Guess I should have mentioned those. Oh, well. <laughs> What's done is done. <laughs> Speaking of things that... Well, actually, th this was really not censored. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Meets Quinella, the administrator, for the first time, and she, well, seduces him. That <laughs> was censored. They just that. She was censored. It was just strategically placed long hair. What's wrong oh, with but that? that's just the way the show is. Oh, I know. It's just funny because she's completely naked. We all know she's naked. Let's just put the hair in the way. Yeah. Now, I don't know. I heard that there's a lot of stuff that they left out of the novel involving uh, Yu-Gi-Oh's home life. I mean, it was in the novel they left it out of the anime adaptation. So, when Quinella's manipulating Yu-Gi-Oh's memories... Now, I don't think he actually killed anyone, but his whole family, other than his mother, was, like, against him because of stupid bullshit like 
his youngest brother was mad that Yu-Gi-Oh ended up having to chop down the big tree instead of helping with the farming. You have to help with the harvest. I have not gotten to that part yet in the actual novels. I think I still need to do Mother's Rosario and then go forward. Yeah, and also various people in the town like thought badly of Yu-Gi-Oh because he had such a stupid calling. And yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it, he did. It was chopping down a giant metal tree. That it's nobody like, has chopped down in hundreds of years. And it's like, yes, wonderful system you have for putting someone's life in, or for, for someone's future potential. Here you go, take an axe and go chop down this tree. Can we even do that? That yeah, we don't know, just keep trying. Thwack, thwack, thwack. You're just going to do this for the rest of your... Imagine that yep. gravestone. Yujio. He chopped at that tree every day. No, 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 no. What would happen is, is it'd be his name, and then it would have the exact number of centimeters that he managed to get into the tree before he died. And that's just how it all works out. That his entire, all those people who had that same calling, it's just, this guy did this, this guy did this, this guy did this. So they only managed to get through like an inch and less than 60 people. What the fuck? And that's how they kept track. Yep. <laughs> With the gravestones. With the gravestones. Probably. <clears throat> so... Alice and Kirito managed to make it up to where uh, Yujio is, and they're like, Yujio, you're here. Oh, but wait, now you're brainwashed. Because, of yes. course. Because we have to have the rival fight, regardless of how stupid it is. Uh huh. <laughs> Even though it lasts for only, like, maybe a quarter of an episode almost. And then he beats them soundly and then goes, to, goes away. That was it. You know, they did an interesting thing with the opening sequence at this point that implied that Yu-Gi-Oh! was not going to immediately come to his senses. Because they, like, completely downplayed Yu-Gi-Oh! in the, like, first run of the second opening to make it seem like he was going to stay a bad guy. Very interesting. <laughs> but, the uh, yeah, they, uh... They snap him out of it pretty easily. <laughs> and now it's time to fight Kunella and Chudokin. And oh boy. <laughs> Lots of talking, a flaming erotic entertainer. It had a everything. It, it really did. <laughs> Plus a lady fighting naked. Because why not? Why not? Nothing can harm her. What's Indeed. the point of armor, then? I suppose before we get any further into this final battle, I should mention what Asuna has been up to in all this time over on the Sea Turtle. Uh, ocean Turtle. Yeah, Ocean Turtle. Um, she sees that they have built a robot to uh, hold Flucklights, and that there is another robot somewhere that is much more human-like, according to what they said. Also, she noticed somebody in the hallway that seemed familiar, and it disturbed her, but she didn't really pursue it, which might have been a bad idea. <laughs> As we will soon find out. But, yeah, she's kind of coming to understand what they've been doing with the artificial flux lights and uh, everybody's motivations thereof. So, 
while well, that's going on, and uh, we're we're back to the final battle, which is multi-layered, of course. Uh, they have to fight Chudokin. They have to fight this gigantic sword creature. I mean, it's it's just a bunch of swords put together. Well, multiple weapons, but technically they all wind up being swords somehow. <laughs> yeah. So they managed to sneak uh, Cardinal in there, and she j joins the fight against Quinella. And when things are looking really bleak, the little spider, Charlotte, gets huge! Kaiju fight! <laughs> and beats back the sword creature. But unfortunately, it's not very effective, and... Poor, poor Charlotte does not survive. But she still fell in love, because Kirito somehow has that ability. <laughs> yeah, apparently. And uh, Kirito mm -hmm. was very sad. Very sad about this little spider that he had only just met. <laughs> that had guided them here and there at points. This show is so silly. It really is and it gets sillier <laughs> oh boy oh, god so in all this time Yujiro's like looking up and he's like oh I think those gems up there that they have some kind of significance and uh if all of these swords were made of people then I could be made of sword. Well, l l let's also keep in mind the fact that once that point is made real, Cardinal effectively gives up, which poses an entire other issue regarding the fact that her entire motivation was, I'm going to kill the administrator and then effectively reformat the entire hard drive. Oh, yeah, that's so, right. Kirito's goal is to save everybody, but... Uh, Cardinal thinks the best way to handle things is just to wipe the slate clean. But Kirito's like, Sonny but if you do that, then you'll die too. Not really, but whatever. <laughs> I mean, she's the freaking Cardinal. She'll, she'd be like the first thing that would be remade. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, but he wants to save all the other people. Also, there's probably this, uh, an annoying problem that, uh... The current Alice would have to be reformatted to get the old Alice back. Like, they're not the same person, really. They're two different minds. So, in yeah. order to get childhood friend Alice back, they'd have to sacrifice the warrior Alice. And, the you know, there's a I lot of knights say. that have been put out of commission. And to fight back the darkness... On the other side of the continent, they really need someone like this current Alice. Plus, you know, Kirito's sentimental. So, Yu-Gi-Oh's all like, it's okay, Kirito. I would have had to, we would have had to fight over saving the soul of the current Alice or childhood Alice. <laughs> like, yeah, let's overly complicate things, why not? <laughs> Not to mention, Yuji gets turned into a sword. That whole action sequence happens, you know, because it, F the system at this point, we can do whatever we want. 
Oh yeah, Quinoa has this uh, amazing ability to block any kind of metal attack. So Yu-Gi-Oh turns into a sword that is not metal and manages and to get uh, get one of her arms. And the golem at the exact same time. <laughs> Tis but a scratch. <laughs> so uh... now it's up to Alice and Kirito to fight her. And, you know, they fight her and you know how this goes. Of course they're going to win. Well, but, I mean, win is a subjectable term in this case. Oh, well, yeah, definitely in this case. So Kirito manages to defeat the administrator by cutting off her other arm. <laughs> and then she goes for hair mode! Yeah. Yeah. So, at the point when she's like, well, this sucks, I'm getting out of here, she tries to upload her Flucklight to, you know, actual reality... But as she's attempting to do that, Chuddleton, who she most recently said, hey, if you kill these people, I'm going to rock your world. <laughs> uh, He's all like, no, so mistress, so you have to stay. So the flaming clown and she, she fly up dry home to death. and explode. She was killed by an inflamed erotic entertainer. On the list of villain death, that's gotta be near the bottom. Or the top. It, it depends on which way you're looking at it. If you're looking at, okay, that's insanely hilarious in hindsight, yes. Oh, God. Uh, it's just... Everything between <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh turning into a sword, being chopped in half, and dying... And this, all this, I'm like, well, Sword Art, you surprised me. <laughs> Let's just throw all the rules of story writing out the point. You know, we, we can just, you know, edit the world if we want to in this reality, so screw it. Yeah. Let's just have fun with everything. System Mars, let us do whatever the hell we want. So, now that that's been dealt with, things are suddenly, like, crashing? And they're not really sure why, so Kirito rushes over to the control panel, he's trying to fix things, and he gets a message out, well, he receives a message from Asuna, who's telling him that there's trouble happening in the real world, and what is actually happening is a paramilitary group is, like, wrecking the well, ocean turtle. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, doesn't, um, no, he, he talks to, um... Uh, he talks the, to the the two head guys. The yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't talk to her. He talks to those. Right. Two. He talks to Kikuoka. Yeah. 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 He gets a hold of Kikuoka, and uh, that's right. Shit's hitting the fan out. Yeah, shit's hitting the fan out there. Someone's trying to attack the complex, and then oh look, we're gonna go ahead and turn off the power. That's kind of a bad thing, isn't it? <laughs> and then Kirito thinks he sees Asuna, and then basically, that's the end of it. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how this season part one ends. Nice mm-hmm. cliffhanger. <laughs> yep. That was one weird ride. Yep. And I don't know if I would have explained it the way that you two guys were explaining it, but okay. <laughs> and what little we know of the 
upcoming season based on like images shows Kirito in like a comatose state. Yeah, he looks like it. he literally looks like he got either traumatized or raped by Darrell. <laughs> both both sound appropriate. I think <laughs> if what I've heard, I, I believe I, his I, brain I, is fried. I, I, I think it's either like a fried situation or it's like he's so traumatized by Yu-Gi-Oh's death. It's just like, yeah, I give up. So if if I remember correctly, this is like the arc when like Asuna takes control and we actually get like another like really solid Asuna arc similar to like Mother's Rosario where it's like, yeah, Kirito's just kind of off to the side doing his own thing and I don't know much beyond the basic of it. Yeah. Well, doesn't, doesn't, um, I mean, because we've seen the, the Japanese trailer um it really seems like and far be it from me to to even assume this but it seems like Alice is trying to like get him to come back and it looks like she tries to kiss him at one point I'm just like oh wow, what else is new I'm like oh god here we go <laughs> let's just air it to the harem already Jesus Christ well, I mean, I'm honestly half expecting to have Kayaba show up and just be like, yeah, here's some way to take her out of wrath and you can put her into whatever one you want. Okay, what cool. I, what I don't understand is if you can bring back an eye, if you can bring back, if you can seal up any of your wounds, why can't you bring back your arm? Probably because in the heat of the mo, I, I, I would probably assume that to, to, to close the wounds a simpler system art than to try and regenerate it. Because I believe when Yujiga's eye restored, it was like a couple minutes or something like that. Where it was like she had to completely reheal it, but it still took time for it to function properly. So, assuming her arms got cut off, it, it was likely a case of, well, screw it. I'll just cut the stuff off and then regenerate it later. Oh, that's right. Uh, Alice lost an eye, too, and when she went against yep. the core programming. And Kirito yep. had to fix it for her. Well, uh, no, I mean... not really so much fixing. It was more just... Eh. Here's a really cool uh, eye patch. Well, no, I think he probably stopped the bleeding, but yeah, he wasn't able to bring back her eye. So probably what'll end up happening is, is you got to have like that one that one woman had when she brought. She probably has like a high yeah, medical she had thing. A, well, I, I I think she has, I think There's she had all a much these higher rules involving. Well, not only do you have to have the high enough authority, you also have to have uh, enough like material yeah some like that i forget how it works but under the assumption that well i i mean hell i mean one could theoretically have just argued well i mean if that's the case he has an access terminal right there assuming it still works just regenerate it from there hey look i can bypass everything and make the uh if 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 kuto could turn yui into an item why couldn't he have just locked everybody out argument don't try to use true logic here <laughs> <laughs> It's always a mistake. <laughs> Yet, I will still say, the written value, despite the craziness at the end, is still pretty good. I mean, the whole season was actually very well done. I would say around episode 17, I think, it got <coughs> fairly entertaining. Yes. Up oh. to that point, it was a bit of a slog. <laughs> like, oh man, that data dumping after... They break out of jail. <sighs> well, we need so to flesh out the world because we haven't done that boring. in you know eighteen episodes. Here you go, folks. I like good background stories much as the next guy, but like 
dumping it all back to back over multiple episodes was. I don't even think it was multiple episodes. I thought it was just like maybe one and a half at best because it was like they. No, it was at least two. But you probably remember it differently because Toonami blazed through these episodes. Now, True. Six, six, well, 12 is when they meet her. 13 is when they talk about admin. And then 14 is when they go to get the swords and go after the Integrity Knights. So at best, you could argue it's like two, two and a, again, episode and a half, at least by the Wikipedia descriptions. Mm-hmm. If it, 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 it lightly seems longer because it's just talking, 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 talking. But, you know, I forget. It's been such a long time since we've, since I've seen this, but eh, I still enjoy it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll be honest, you know, <clears throat> first of all, the one thing that we have to, that I said about the first part, the first half of this season, um, was that the animation was really good. And the animation was still wonderful in this part. So, you know, I, I hope they continue doing this especially into and let's just let's not split hair so to speak we we know that you know sword art online is probably going to have a fourth season and probably continue and blah 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 because it's a very popular show um but you know i hope that they continue then to part two of this season and um the voice acting is always is really good uh alex van von david does a really good job um, I'm not saying that, and we, we don't say that. I should say this also. We don't say that because we know the guy and he comes on here a lot. We're being serious. He's one of the the better voice directors, English dub voice directors in the industry. Yeah. So, After episode 10, I, I would have to applaud it for how I pulled that off. Hey, I, I mean, I'm going to, like, the one thing, and I don't want to go back into episode 10 so much, but, you know, it, it's kind of, the creator of this show has got a kind of like, and he has said that he's going to stop doing this kind of stuff, but even he hinting, to, go ahead. Well, I was going to say he, he, he uses sexual assault and or attempted rape as a means of catharsis. And it's kind of weird. Well, he did say, he did say that they were going to stop doing that. So we'll, we'll see if in this second half, there's none of that in there and no, no, going no, no, forward. Well, well, keep in mind, Alice was made before anything else was ever done properly. Like, everything from Aincred to Alicenization is pre-professional stuff in his career. While I don't know specifically what happens in the latter end of Alicenization, there is still that potential. It won't be until uh, I think it's pronounced Sitnol line, which is the next thing that he's doing for SAO, that will be where it's the, yeah, I no longer have any intention of doing that as Cartarsis. Well, the back half of Alicenization, they may edit it out, but, well, but the original, say. yeah, yeah. But but the original novels will still have likely have that content in there. But they may choose to be like, hey, we're not going to edit the content out because that's part of the original stuff. Which I would hope that they do. Just yeah, sure. Edit I, I think they even. will. I honestly think they will. I mean, you, you got to keep in mind that, and this is kind of a conversation I've had about other series as well as Sao, is that, you know, you got to kind of take in consideration. All of the um, you got to take in consideration all of the the um, what am I trying to say here the um, the audience the audiences like so both the Japanese audience and the and the English dub audience 
the English dub audience, let's just say, is just as big. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, I would say that, you know, we have to kind of see this as what it needs to be, and that's taking out the the things that aren't needed in it. You know what I mean? Well, so. It, I- I would counter that by saying it depends on if it's a necessary aspect for the plot. Because even I could argue, and again, I won't bother delving much into this, despite the content that appeared in episode 10, it was still structurally relevant to the aspects of the, of, of the character development and by extension the later end. Stupid, yes, but it's kind of one of those things where I have to admit it's written well. Right. So, I mean, I would be totally fine if it's a case where it's like it doesn't benefit the plot line all that much. Yeah, kind of dumb it down to that. But if it's a situation where it's like, hey, this is needed to point out a character development standpoint. Do what you can, but don't necessarily remove the context. No, I would agree. I would agree with this. I would agree with what you just said. Yes, I would agree that if if it's something that you have to put in, do what you can, but still put it in. I agree with that. I just, you know, for example, excuse me, you got, you got administrator pretty much being naked and how they pulled that off. I still, that still blows my mind how the hell they did that shit and got away with it. But, um, I, there you I, go. I, I, I replacement. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, just, I mean, I, I mean, if, if I've learned anything from even like the outlaw star edit that happened, Really, there's only it's only visible nipples, and the best way I could say would be is the vaginal line that are really the critical aspects to all of this. As long but, as those are being covered, it doesn't really matter how much of the actual breast you see. Well, I, I understand that, but it, it's you know even just that being the way it was kind of is just like some people are gonna see that and go, oh look, another Sao shit fest kind of thing going on here. You know, oh no, yeah. they're they're objective. You know, being a being um, objectifying um, to women. Objectifying. That's where I was trying to go. With I, it. I, oh, I, don't I worry. <laughs> People forget about Sao now that Fire Force is airing. <laughs> and I, honestly, well, I, I mean, I wouldn't even I mean, go so far to say that was objectifying the administrator. I would say, if anything, that was just an abject. That was just a direct representation of her own self-absorption. Because so the I, idea was, oh, look, I can't be harmed by anything. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm talking about like, there's this, there's this kind of like pattern because we've, we saw it with Asana and now you see it with her and it's just like, look, dude, (laughs) if you're not getting the point right now, it's kind of like, I get, I listen, I get that it's part of the story and I get probably that was in the manga for it, but it's to me, it's like. If this was, let's say, like, Toonami were to have this on Cartoon Network, okay? Now, that's a big stretch for today, but let's say they did it back in the day. You know... She would have a dress on. She would uh, probably well, have a dress yeah, on. yeah, probably. <laughs> Honestly, and they had so much fucking money that they could do that shit. Well, <laughs> you know I, I mean, I, I mean uh, assuming that was the case, you would probably likely see it reverting back to the Tenchi Moyo strategy of, yeah, we're just going to frame by frame add it on there. I would honestly, I that'd be a debate in of itself. You're probably right. If I'm going to tell you something, like there would be so many fucking edits to this show, like not not this season per se, but to like we're talking about like the fairy dance part. 
of what was that season one season Ooh. two oh my god like that wouldn't even have been like there would have been at no point in putting that series on the because they would have been licking asana yeah and like her basically being naked like you know so it's it's one of those things where i just sit there and i go listen even though like episode 10 for me wasn't like no 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 fairy dance is worse this was while i get where people are coming from this wasn't that wasn't anywhere near that i sit there and i go even the even the impression of that is just kind of like at this point it's like listen dude you've been told that people don't like this and I don't know how if it's changed at all in the Japanese market. And I know that you're probably for, first and foremost going for the Japanese market. But, you know, you also have a huge market overseas that that watch the English dub. And the sub for that matter. So maybe you should sit there and go, okay, maybe I need to make some kind of edits. And by the way, this isn't this isn't the first time somebody's taking a story, like a comic book, Marvel, and changed the story up to where it actually makes it makes sense and it still works without right. having that stuff in there. And that's what I think we need that Jap- the Japanese need to start doing with some of these animes including SAO. I the only problem that I would argue with that though would be is if that was the case then the whatever the adaptation would be would have had to have been made prior to it even being turn into an anime or an LN designed for that market. So the question would then come down to is, would the production committee be willing to put the extra money in to edit the content and or whether or not they would have complete control over th- that stuff there in... I'd almost argue that's more of a licensing thing. Well, I mean, I'm, what I'm saying to you is, is it's not out of the realm of possibility for them, the, the people that do the anime, not the, not the manga, but the anime... For them to go, okay, this scene right here, what do we do with it? Well, let's let's talk about how we can redo this scene, make it kind of pretty much match what the manga is doing, but not include said loot scene, whatever that might be. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh no, 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 I I I I, I, I get what you're coming at, but then I, but then I, but then I would also say, while that wouldn't necessarily be a problem, you're looking at a massive like double-edged broadsword at that point because. You know as well as I do, if they did something like that, the idiots of the internet would go nuts over it. Probably. I mean, I mean, I mean, they would, but I mean, at that point, you're you're giving people what they want. You're giving people a. a you're giving basically what I'm saying, Colt, is you're is you're taking that out of the equation. So now you can't say, well, SAOs is like this uh, sexual harassment, rapist kind of anime. I think there's a fine you know line I mean? when it comes to uh, toning down adaptations. There's a lot of adaptations that do tone things down. Like, for right. instance, One Piece, because it airs in a family time slot in Japan, in the manga, there is more brutal death. Whereas in the anime, they tend to tone it down a bit. Like, there's a really significant death that occurs in One Piece that they censored quite a bit for the anime i'm not going to mention what it is because it was not aired on toonami at this point (laughs) but uh it was uh gonna be a big thing in an upcoming arc before toonami took it down but i noticed recently now there's been this whole talk about censorship of fire force and of course the fire stuff 
in the ending sequence with the nuns is definitely censored because of, you know, being sensitive. But in one of the more recent episodes, I compared the, like, the simulcast stream, the double on Funimation, and Toonami, and it was all the same. They toned down the scenes of, uh, mm, uh, Shinra grabbing a Tamaki, uh, Tamaki getting beat up by one of her superiors, the, my stars guy, Rekka. He's beating the tar out of her and they cut away to show not as much multiple times. And also, there were at least a couple of instances of her lucky lecture that are kind of self-censored. Mm. Whereas, if you looked at them in the manga, they're much more explicit. Right. So, they do do that sort of thing uh, as far it's... as, like, violence towards women and, you know, ob- objectification <clears throat> sequences and, you know, just bad touch <laughs> Yeah, so it's not I unheard uh, of, but I, I it, agree. It, if you understand what the concept, would, like, if they completely wrote out all of the gross stuff in Sao, there's certainly people who would like that. But at the same time, if you completely write it out, even though that's what's in his original story and in the adaptation of the novel, you're definitely going to get people being like, "Oh, why are they taking that stuff out?" Well, that, and then there are some other situations where it would almost lead to more confusion than not. Exactly. I mean, you would have to come up with rewrites. You would essentially have to <laughs> have the author rewrite the. Yeah, you you would really have to have the author make an entirely rewrite the entire scene for the purposes of said censorship. When, as long as they could draw it to where the censorship is limited, or uh, as where you don't have to censor as much, you can still get the point across without it being too over the top now that's why i'm I'm kind of surprised how much they got away with when it came to even the english airings of this i i, I mean because i because it was like the grapple wasn't all that bad because it was just whatever it was the ending of fairy dance was kind of like wow they actually got kind of close to some stuff there despite it being disturbing you had gun gale's ending which was creepy as all hell but and and you literally saw him put his hand under her shirt which is like okay wow i'm actually kind of surprised they did that in there and then you have what was essentially like three minutes cut out of our version despite and despite the crunch roll had just having a black phase over it so it just comes down to like who's editing what and what the communication is with everybody is i just you know i i'm just trying to make the point that i i would like to see them kind of just, you want to see them take a little more consideration to the global right. market as a just yeah. in case so that you don't get these situations where it's, exactly. well, this is just completely over the top. Why is it in there? And then that just goes into the argument of, well, do you want to have the censorship for the sake of the global market or do you want to maintain it closer to the original storyline? And that's in and of itself its own flame. Well, I, I guess I guess where I, what I'm tr- I, I also just want to add that, like, I, I don't think that they should be. And I and I, and I think this is what happens in, in, in Japan is they cater to one market. They, they can cater to the Japanese yeah. market. And then yeah. they just they just throw it over for the English dub for for fans to see. OK, but you're talking about 
this small place in the world where the rest of the world is like, hey, maybe tone this down a little bit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just like, I, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it, yeah, I yeah. think that's what's going on. And, and, and I think they just need to kind of, you know, just be more um, just just be more sensitive to what everybody else is looking for. So, you know, that's that's I mean, kind of just I'm, where I want it to be. Honestly, I'm I, I'm just happy that he that uh, uh, Reki Yakihara can probably butchering that guy's the author's name. Just actually just a- admitted to why it was the case. It was just like, OK, yeah, no, here's the reasoning. And I'll stop. As you know, once I go into the newer stuff, it's like, okay, cool. So there might be a few things in, in Underworld, but we know he's at least evolved as a writer to the point where it's like, yeah, he right. doesn't have to use that. And, that- and, and we'll have to see how it, how it pans out. We'll have to see how what he does with it, honestly. Um, but I mean, I, mean, it's I don't want to. He admits that it was, you know, just what you did in light novels. Sexual assault well, was just the well, thing that you I... did in light novels. Well, well, well that's no, true. But at the same time, it, it's it like just because other people did it doesn't mean you had to. Exactly. Right, but, right. But I, but I, I would also propose the the counter argument of you are influenced by what drove you to become that. So while it's really stupid, it's kind of one of the situations where it's like, yeah, I can kind of understand that but at the very least he again acknowledges yeah i'm really sorry i made you all go through that because even i didn't realize what that was going to look like when it would be animated (sighs) yeah but so i mean moving on from that um you know i'm just i'm very i was actually very happy with this season honestly um i i love I, I thought it was a great season, honestly. I, I, there's nothing yeah. bad that I can really say about it. I thought that they did a really good job. Um, the English dub and, you know, again, the English dub and, and the, the animation were just yeah. wonderful. And I, and I can't say anything. I can't say anything better, you know. And honestly, like, the funniest thing that always comes out of these SAOs, if, if you know, obviously there, there's the bad part. But then the good part that comes out is when Alex Von David does Booth uh bloopers like that that stuff is hilarious why, why do we not get those on dvds anymore mm, well we shouldn't talk about that any further <laughs> well i know that's a whole i know licensing yeah. uh thing it just disappoints me i mean after like... i mean cult after after that certain thing that we're not going to talk about oh! i don't think it's ever <laughs> yeah yeah i think everybody knows what i'm talking about but that's probably I mean, that's, why. Uh, let's just say this, this well, is standard bloopers for the most part. But, yeah. Yeah, it's like, look, if you think all the bloopers in those SAO videos and Kill a Kill videos are hilarious, yes, absolutely. So if you think those are hilarious, why be so offended at these other things? Now, granted, there was some pretty gross stuff in that. But... But, but let's not go into that. Let's not yeah. go into It was we're recorded in the early 2000s, okay? Yeah. <laughs> but it was a Back when time, certain man. words were more socially acceptable to say, I so. have to unfortunately admit. But I, I will say that this is a good time for us to kind of talk about the, the you know, about the second half of uh, season one. Or, I mean, part one. You see, you screwed me up, Sketch. <laughs> so... Um, you know, because obviously here we're coming up on, we're, we're at the end of September. It's going to be October. Um, we're going to get part two of season three and, um, I'm just looking forward to seeing how 
like all the goblins come into effect if kirito can stop being like <laughs> traumatized and actually to see like how they actually stop the uh the evil empire so to speak from destroying this uh digital world oh wait a minute this sounds familiar um <laughs> what, awesome what is up yeah I, I do you think that she's gonna is she gonna supposed to be like in this world too or something? Yes, yes I, I, I believe she does. Yeah, she she's underworld. supposed to have a very prominent part again. Hmm. Well, that's gonna be interesting because I I wonder how like Kirito is gonna be if like he's gonna even be a part of this at all or she has to like try to figure out how to bring him back, kind of thing. So wouldn't be the first. It will be interesting. Yeah, it wouldn't be the first time. Um. So yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm and I'm very happy. I'm also looking forward to it. And yep. I'm gonna, I'm going to say it right now. I mean, based on how quick they turned over this this first part of season three, I won't I won't be surprised if we get this at the early at the beginning of 2020 here. Like probably what was it February last year we got it, or this year I mean February we got it. So yeah, yeah, it was February. Yeah, something yeah like so that, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we flip it over and get it in February of 2020. So I'm looking forward to it, and it's great. It's going to be a great addition to Toonami. So I'm I'm just looking forward to you know October 12th when we no longer have Dragon Ball, and oh. I will be a happy man. <laughs> Cold, listen. Don't... Don't count them chickens before they're hatched. Yeah. I know that, good sir. I've made multiple plans in my head for what the possibilities are. I'm yeah. just happy Colt. that yes, there's a very small chance it might be gone. Colt, it, it's, if you didn't hear the promo, it said, it said, and I quote, premier, premier marathon run of Dragon Ball Super. So that tells me that... and. I'm not stupid. I knew they were going to do this anyways. They're probably going to start from episode one and throw it at the end of the block. I would okay. be fine with that. Because listen, be listen, they're not going to, they're not going to. Th- well, okay. part of, I would <laughs> be fine with that. Did you not understand this? Move on. No, no, no. Well, well wait a minute. <laughs> I just want to say this real quick. Like, I, I just hope they don't pull a samurai jack and think they can re- rerun it at the beginning. Oh, of the no, 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 no. Uh, if they, honest to God, pull a samurai jack, I will uh, legit call Jason out on that stupid shit. Because you are going to lose so much of the audience if you do that, regardless if we have Demon Slayer right behind By the it. way, Especially can, I, can I have... Episode one, nobody wants to rewatch the Battle of God's arc. Can I, can I have, can I have, like, two minutes sketch to, uh, to, uh, try to get cult laid or something because i feel like he needs to get laid two minutes (laughs) two seconds i I, I mean you got uh, two minutes starting now hey if you want me to be a little bit better about it you know send me your good wishes on getting a job in texas how about that then we'll talk about that stuff later colt what so I, I gotta i gotta ask what 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 has been since you haven't been on the podcast in a while we might as well just do this now what? Why? What? What's your problem with tsunami right now? Because you kind of went at it with with Demarco. What was it about a couple weeks ago or something? Uh oh, you mean the? Oh no, uh, it was him talking about the whole like tsunami would be on for everything. I heck, I I'd, I'd have to pull that back up because I because I, I I don't remember what the specific thing he started with, but I I, I remember basically hashtag tsunami makes money. Yeah, well, that's that what it was. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what started it, but I'm trying to remember specifically what Jason had actually 
said because I, I remember my response was essentially, eh, I'm going to be more curious as to the future where, what was it? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, it, it was him t- doing about the whole, like, you know, show announcement, everyone says it's dying, all that sort of stuff, to which I'd responded, I wonder how long before it becomes unstable, given the slow bleed, bleed out of TV in general, especially with Dragon Ball Super ending, it, because due to it being a major crutch on the block, which then he basically just said, um, that's a foregone conclusion, we know it will eventually go off the air again. Um, quote, but but it's also a fact that right now we make money and it does and don't cost a lot of money and what we and what we do the network needs us eh, and what and we do what the network needed needs us to do in our time slot. All the sky is falling procrastination doesn't help us. To which then I basically was kind of just like I mean I'm honestly surprised or like yeah I'll, I'll just read the tweets in general. So I responded by saying. Surprised that it doesn't cost as much, given that you're licensing all that content for late night weekend slots. I assume it's the, that's the perks of the relationships you've gotten over the years. That's a bit surprising. That's a lot of premieres, right? Yeah. To which then, to which then, Jason responded, "It costs more than it did, but it's still a lot cheaper than Family Guy episodes." So I said, "Oh, color me surprised." And I figure reruns of the Fat Man plus other Fox shows would, would have been cheaper than newer animation from Japan. Not at all. Weird. I guess I'll just keep waiting for more diversity, you know. And I thanked him for getting food work because hey, it's actually something different on the block. I mean, that last one that me and him did wasn't even real, like, me going at it. It was more just me going, like, yeah, you know, it happens. I'm kind of more curious as to, like, at what point does this become unsustainable given the current context? And he was just like, no, I mean, it will become unsustainable. It's just well, okay, what we so, do currently is what they are wanting us to. So I'm just like, okay. So this leads, only- me, this leads me into kind of explaining – give you guys a little preview of an article that I'm going to be writing. This isn't the one I'm going to be putting out next. This is probably going to be one after this, but um, one of the things that I think that I can, I can predict without any, any knowledge of what's going to happen in the future. I see Toonami not only beating its 11 year run on Cartoon Network, I see it being around for five years. So about 12 years altogether. Um, And the reason that I think that is because, um, just based on the the Crunchyroll slash Adult Swim relationship now that we're going to have, I I do agree with you, Colton, in one sense that yes, the ratings will go down substantially because Super's there. However, I'm also, and I think Sketch agrees with me, like I, I can't see them not getting My Hero Academia in a premiere run, even if it's like two or three episodes in on Funimation now. So. Oh, I- and that could go I, either way, honestly. Yeah. I, I figured there was like the, three, I think it was four theoretical possibilities. It was we got it the same day because it technically airs on a Saturday. Yep. I, that's like super low possibility. There's the two to three week delay, which is basically about what I would figure. There's a possibility of it being later than that. And then there was the, and then there was the other, like the, the opposite end of the spectrum where given what happened with its time slot shifting around altogether and some of what Jason had said about us not watching it, there's a chance they may not consider grabbing it, but I would severely doubt that. No, I, you see that that's the thing that I, that I don't, and you know, I'm, I don't want to spend all day on this cause sketch will kill me and I don't want him to do that. Um, <laughs> to kill it's, him it, started, it's, so. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> but but here's the thing, like, so season one and two did really well on Toonami. They did really well on Toonami. The third season, once we got into the third season, it went down substantially. And the reason for that was, is that was the most recent season. It happened this year anyways. 
and people had already watched it. So why rewatch it when you've already seen it? I get that. I understand that. And that's probably why they moved it back. That being said, the first two seasons did well. It did well on TV and I foresee them bringing this back. So I, I don't think the, the fourth possibility is going to happen. I do oh, no, think, no, I... I do think that it, it may end up being where we may get some kind of delay here. Here's the thing. We got what it's supposed to come out on the 12th. So we got about another week or two. So they might be withholding this announcement. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I mean, I let's just put hope it we get way. it before. I, Let me I, put, I mean, I'll, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I just hope it's not a last minute announcement. Like what Which, happened with TPN and all the other ones. I mean, I it hope could it'd be, be at least get like one or two weeks. It could be. Dude, the thing is, dude, like, and this is what I've learned recently this year is like, Either A, these anime companies want to announce it themselves, or B, these contracts are so like, no, 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 you can't say this till this time, that it's like, oh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, their what, hands are tied. Yeah, at, at, after what happened at the Momocon incident, that's when I was just kind of like, wow, okay. I mean, so we, you were, guys we were, we were just like, really <laughs> like waiting to the last possible minute with some of this stuff. I mean, we kind of spoiled it, but that was, that was what's his name's fault. So I'm not even going to go over there, but, um, yeah. you know, that was, that was his fault, not ours. So, but I really do I really do see and I'm hoping that we get three premieres in one night. I mean in one nice. in one thing. And I'm gonna tell you right now, like just with the two that we have coming, I mean, that's really good, dude. Like I, I'm I'm oh, really no, no, happy. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I mean, my only question would be is what are they doing with Super specifically? And then well, where are that's... they and and then and then assuming that we get my hero, what time? I think that especially given what happened with season three, I think that would lead the block. I honestly think. Well, here's the thing: if they're going to keep to the eleven to four um, kind of thing going on, my only thought process is is they have to expand expand the block to ten thirty. My Hero Academia being at ten thirty with brand new episodes is different than My Hero Academia being at ten thirty with season three that everybody's pretty much already seen. That's watched Funimation now, so. You have to kind of you have to understand that there's a difference there, and I think that it will do. It won't look. Super is Dragon Ball. The Dragon Ball franchise in itself is just a monster in itself. It's going to do more oh, ratings yeah. than any other series. But My Hero Academia also has a huge following, and it will do well. Will it do Dragon Ball numbers? I don't know, but it will do well enough where it makes sense to put it in a different time slot or at the beginning of the block. I think that's what's going to happen. I hope that's what it happens. If not, and we don't get My Hero Academia right away, obviously Dragon Slayer should be there. Or I, One Punch Man. I don't care which one it is. I mean, they're both brand new. I, who the fuck cares? <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck cares? I honestly think Dragon Slayer will do such a great... Demon. Will do, will, Demon Slayer, I'm sorry. Will do so well. Well, I mean, I guess that's a good se segue. I mean, I, I think it's going to do so well that we're going to do our own podcast for it. So there you go. <laughs> so, I mean, if I'm going to unleash a podcast on everybody, I mean, why you, not? You have high hopes. Well, uh, dude, the animation in that is so good. Dude, look at look at it. Little I've, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of like high praise for that stuff, but. I, I mean, and, and, and I've seen people tell me this one before, too, where it's like, well, this show's really good. Um, and, and honestly, I'm just like, dude, I've seen people say that about Attack on Titan, and I revile that show. I saw well, people say it, Titan, but, and, and, Titan was a well, whole just, different just, monster, just, though. Right, 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 right. But again, it happened with Attack on Titan Season 1. I objectively hated that show. 
it happened with One Punch Man, and I loved that show. So well, I have to watch it to make a valid opinion. Now, right. my personal thought about the whole thing is I see it being more likely Demon Slayer is going to be up front. We'll probably have I, – I see it being this Demon Slayer – I'm probably going to forget shows to be Demon Slayer, One Punch. Um, Dr. Stone. Yeah, Dr. Stone. Fire Force, if it's Fire Force, Fire Force, My Hero, Food Force, Boruto, Naruto, yeah, uh, and then whatever comes back, like 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 that back half. Oh, you're putting My Hero after Fire Force. I'm I'm only taking that into consideration of what happened with the show currently, especially given the fact that you had that whole. Okay, we're gonna push it back by an hour because programming the the original uh, uh, Promise Neverland announcement. Where they wanted to push it back, fans got all crazy uh, annoyed at it. They put it back up front, and then it gets tanked in the back of the block while still on premieres. Yeah. So my so so my thought process is, I could see it being up front, but I feel programming is going to be more. We're going to stick it around the middle of the block, whether or not it goes before or after Fire Force. I'm figuring like maybe the one thirty two, mm. possibly one in the morning area. I don't um, see it being higher than that because I feel they're definitely going to push Demon Slayer. They're definitely going to be, and they already are pushing Dr. Stone, and One Punch might be another push too. I think that the whole debacle surrounding Season 3 of My Hero left a sour taste in programming's mouth. Not the fans, but programming. Oh, and especially also for the, if the more recent stuff. I, well, that, cold, well, that cold. too, but... Time out for a minute. I, I think you're overthinking this way too much about my hero academia. That's but, what I but, do, good sir. Yes, I know. You overthink way too much. But anyway, I personally but, would like to have One Punch Man start the block because it's no, and comedy. I don't care. Yeah, and I don't honestly, I don't care which one starts the block, but I do think that if My Hero Academia season four is going to be there, it's going to be up front in the block, and I and I do think that's what's going to happen I if it so shows too. up on the block. But there again, you know. I just wanted to point out that, you know, this is going to be very interesting. We're at an apex point with Dragon Ball finally ending. Well, keep in mind, and this is the other thing I wanted to say real quick. (laughs) Dragon Ball Super is not going to end. Come on now. They're going to they're going to do more episodes now. The, all the all the YouTubers and that were saying, oh, they're going to announce it in in July of 2019 or August. Well, they did. That, that, was, that was the Brawley sequel movie. That's yeah, what, that, that's, that's what it, it was. That's all it, it was. It, it, it was just like, okay, fine, we're getting another movie. I'd rather have Super stay like that. I mean, now, if they want to eventually do an adaptation of the current arc in the manga, like the Mirus arc, I think is what the guy's name is, go ahead at some later point. No, they're but... going to they're gonna end up doing... They're going to end up doing another part of the series dude it makes too much money to fucking for them to get rid of it that well, that right there that's why i'm saying they should they could just do movies and be fine with it well i mean we'll, we'll see what happens but I, i'm just saying like if you think that super won't return and it won't return to oh, China, no, then you're smoking I, something no 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 no. <laughs> my hope would be is at the bare minimum it just goes away for a decent bit maybe like a year at the most by I the mean, way I hate to say this, but I would love for them to fuck with people and put Dragon Ball Z guy back on the block. <laughs> oh God, I would just I would rage oh, so much so if they hilarious. did that. Well, I you know what I mean, like put it in the back slot with Super just to piss people off. I would love that. But anyways, Th- that um, would be fun. Dragon Ball Hour at four. 
Exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, exactly. I, I'd be fine with that because at the bare minimum, it's okay, sure, fine. They're reruns, they're in the back, we don't got to stay up, and we don't have to wait for the premieres. Exactly. That honestly so, didn't seem like the best idea to put like a whole high-profile show rerun in the back, but My Hero's done pretty well there, so... Yeah. Well, I, I so. guess if it's a popular enough show, people will watch it at 4 a.m. Honestly, probably exactly. more people than watch it at 8. So, um, I mean, I, I think we've talked about all of this at length. Um, I'm excited for SAO coming, and I hope it's mm-hmm. coming in February of 2020. And, you know, I'm looking forward to in the next few weeks here when we get the, the premiere block. I kind of hope that they do the, uh, what is Lucky Sevens kind of promo, or what was the other one that somebody pointed out the other day? Uh, apparently um, when they did um, Super... Kai Final Chapters and Gundam Unicorn. Yeah, they had one for that as well. So, yeah, I'm 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 really really hoping that we get something like that. Combo promo. Exactly. So, um, because people love that with Space Dandy and Shippuden. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Um, so, so I'm just you know I'm very excited for Toonami's future. I do think, like I was saying, that. We have at least five more years because let's just face it, they have seven fucking shows coming. So, dude, we're 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 in for a ride. I don't see Toonami going anywhere anytime soon. And personally, if they keep producing shows with Crunchyroll, five years is kind of it's going to be longer than five years. So, I mean, I hate to say that to you, and and there again, think about this for the cult. Well, I'm entirely fine with them going for as long as they want. Yeah, I just want more shows. Like well, you gotta talk to thoughts that stuff, and Listen and, and to I've you, told you gotta Jason, talk to you gotta talk to these people that are at Hulu and Netflix and well, apparently Microsoft, I mean, whatever, taking these shows that Toonami probably would pay, play, like Cells at Work. Where is that? That's on Microsoft of all places. Why the fuck it's there? No fucking idea. But, right, but I, you see I, what I I'm would, saying? Like well, that no, no, show. I, I, I see what you're saying, but then the problem becomes it boils down to the popularity vote again, which if they're going by the popularity Colt, vote, it's Colt, never really going to happen. Colt, if we get into this whole topic, we're going to be here all day. I'm just telling you, I'm pointing out the I fact know. that I, I know. know you want diversity, but you, it's not Toonami's fault if these other places are trying to get all these shows. I personally think that Netflix is going to be dead within five years and Toonami won't have any problem to get anime. That's just my That's just my view, honestly. But we'll see. We'll see. So, um, but yeah, I, I think this was a good podcast. Um, I got to come back after almost a year. Plus. Well, I got to harass you. <laughs> I got to harass you after about a year or plus. So Wait, wait, guys, you're both here. I got to know how y'all feeling about Food Wars being on Toonami. I love it. Oh, I love it, dude! I, I, it's become one of my favorite shows so far on the block. I, I, yeah, I. And I it doesn't make me hungry, by now. the way. It doesn't make me hungry, by it the way. It doesn't make you hungry. I didn't no, think possible. No, no, dude, dude, I'm like, like so disciplined. I mean, for nobody, for people that don't know, I've lost like fifty pounds. So congratulations, that's good. To yes. Hear. So I mean, like, I'm very disciplined on what I eat. Wasn't so disciplined tonight, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> so. You know, I, I, mean, I I'm happy it's on the block yeah. on multiple levels. I mean, one, 
it's a comedy. It's a hard comedy. I love how the show overshoots the dramatic tension to make the ending more absurd. The fact that the characters are written extremely well for who they are. It's mm-hmm. just it it works on every level. And I said at the end of episode one, if you know what your hook is and you can present it very well in the first episode, you have a success on your hands. And that's how I felt about One Punch Man. I it's think just, was I'm trying to think of it was this one or it was no Fire Force was the other one. This one, what was the first episode? The first episode they kind of just got right into it because he he stopped at those those uh, that one woman from buying the store it, or whatever it was. It, it, yeah. It, 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 yeah, it was the woman and her henchmen. They were trying to buy out the shop yeah. so they could put like some chain restaurant in there, and she basically like rigged the whole situation to where she wanted a meat meal and they are they just like ransacked the store to ruin everything and he still made a meat based meal by like wrapping up that is cartoonishly and... evil by the way yeah oh is. yeah 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 <laughs> it, 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 it was just like okay so how's he gonna do this he explains the recipe overly cook you know over dramatic cooking sequence and then they just go full orgasmic and i'm just sitting there going what the hell am i watching right now and why is it so well done and i'm just laughing the entire time I mean, I was hooked. I was hooked after that first episode. So I mean, yeah, I, same. I'm I'm very I'm I'm very happy that Tsunami brought it on the block. I think it does do the, it does do justice to the diversity aspect that Colt is looking for. Um, I just like to have maybe one more show. I'm, I mean, I'm hoping that those cells at work might show up. Honestly, because well, I've heard a lot of buzz I, about that. Oh yeah, I mean, I've I've heard buzz about cells at work. I mean. I still say Pop Team Epic was a low-hanging fruit at that point in time. That's an, that's a whole discussion for another time, really. Right. So, I mean, I, I guess Fire Force was the one that kind of didn't hook me at first. It took a couple episodes, honestly. That's been the only series where I've just been like, I don't know about this one. And then it kind of, hmm. as, it, as it went on. I was immediately interested in Fire Force, and then it like kind of lost me for a while. I kept watching, actually... but I... I, I lost enthusiasm up until, um, well, the next episode that hasn't aired on Toonami yet. Well, so the the episode with Princess where he was fighting her, that's where I kind of was like, okay, okay, now I'm going to watch this religiously. Like, this is this is okay. This episode right here ah, is definitely... funny you should mention that with all the nuns. <laughs> well, I mean, they probably... I get from what you said, they edited something, so... But I'm I, oh yeah, that whole was... that sequence where they see all of the other children getting burning, you know. In, I'm 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 going animals. to assume there was probably a lot more visceral body melting aspects of that that was not shown on the episode. Oh yeah, and that's that's completely dude. The way that they edited it was it's fine. also in the ending sequence. There there was something else that got cut out of one of the episodes. I can't remember something about that girl that bumped into. It 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 was oh the that first episode with Tamaki had a, a yeah Tamaki had a had a couple edits, edits. and where it's really not entirely <laughs> certain who edited it. Yeah, I yeah. Feel like it's one of those well, cases where, like with My Hero Academia, they gave them the wrong tape. Probably where All Might said crap instead of shit because they just you know, goofed up or didn't realize Probably. that adults women could say shit without censoring it. Cause right. for a long so time I... they couldn't. 
I, I think that's probably what happened in that case, but who knows? I mean, there's it so many things. It could have been just, you know, being and, overly and, cautious in the current climate. Well, yeah, and, 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 and Jason's also said before, for the people who still complain about it, they don't do the edits. It's rare that Adult Swim ever does edits of their own accord. What they get is what they get from Funimation and the distributors, so. So... I think we've kind of talked uh, talked about all of this at length, so mm-hmm. I don't want to keep the I don't want to keep the listen, listeners here too much longer. But, um, but one I'm thing, here. maybe they want to listen to me more. Uh, Kira, according to Inu, he wants you here longer. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> every episode, all the time. Yes, exactly. Um, but see, Colt, there is another podcast that we're doing, so you might be able to be part of that as well, which is yeah. a good segue again. So. Um, before we get into the house cleaning, so to speak, um, I just want to mention that we are starting a new podcast. No, the Toonami Faithful podcast is not going away. I hate hearing people say that. Um, so, I mean, we've done th- over we've done over three hundred episodes at this point. Why would we go anywhere? Anyway, uh, overworked and time constraints. <laughs> Trust me, I would have left a long time ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Um, Dude, I do this for the love of the, of of tsunami, man. I I don't fuck. Oh, I, that's understandable. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like, I I keep sitting here going, oh, so I'm gonna be here five more years. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I keep thinking I, like Colt. I keep thinking I'm like, am I gonna be in the in my fifties still doing a fan fan website? I'm like, Jesus who cares Christ. what the age is? I still no, do the I ratings, don't. Ninety percent of that should only happen because I still feel that ten G GXP got. Deuced, uh, just shot, killed off way too soon before the mm. man, whatever. In yeah. retrospect, I think they were a little too trigger happy with GXP. It probably would have done fine if we're they not. Let's just not talk about that. Yeah, I was, I was gonna say that, that's why I stopped myself before I started doing no, that because I knew we could get into another discussion. And Paul would like to do cleanup duty. Yes, I would like to do cleanup. Look, I just wanted a... look. I do not like Tenchi GXP. I think it's a terrible show. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to just come to its defense a little bit here because, you know, sometimes they just, sometimes they, they're a little overly dramatic with their changes. Where's where's the tsunami? Where's the tsunami? But to its credit, GXP did really well at 3 a.m. for 3 a.m. <laughs> I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to use the tsunami faithful panel on both of you tonight. Um, so anyways, <laughs> that's well, a that's a paddling. <laughs> That's one of my favorite gifts. Um, anyway, so basically, what will what does the what is the Demon Slayer podcast? So the Demon Slayer podcast is going to be about obviously Demon Slayer, the series that's coming up on Toonami. Uh, they will be it will be V Lord and Alien will be doing that podcast. You will obviously see or hear, I should say, myself. You will hear Sketch at sometimes. You will hear CJ. For the record, Sketch is not editing, nor is he doing anything with the podcast other than probably sneaking on because he's a whore for podcasts. Um, (laughs) so don't be surprised if you hear all of us at some point on there, you may even hear Colt for all I know. So, um, I know we've heard some of the music. You guys haven't heard some of the music, but we've heard some of the music that aliens come up with. And I think, I think what they have cooking in the burner, so to speak is cooking in the pan or whatever you want to say is uh going to be really good so i hope you guys look for that and it will be coming soon um probably mid-october um we may do an episode before the first episode 
depending on the the promo and whatever else, I'll actually be on the first episode with the guys. So um, look forward to that, and I hope you guys tune into that as well because um, we're gonna put oh, yeah, a lot you of. You guys should do that. like a pilot little pre, whatever. We we planned on it, so I'm hoping we'll, we'll see how it works out. Now, one other thing, real quick. If you guys are looking for other podcasts from us, I'm open to the idea. We've gone over 50,000 followers on Twitter. Jeez, I don't even know how that happened. Um, it and did. Yeah, it did, and I'm, I'm just so ecstatic for that. Um, what I'm looking for, guys, is I'm looking to do more content. So if you guys want us to do a podcast, it doesn't even have to be about Toonami. It can be about an anime that's on Toonami. It can be just anime in general, not even on Toonami. We can do a nerdy podcast. You know, I just want to know what you guys are looking for. So um, obviously, and this leads into what our email is. It's podcast at ToonamiFable.com. Do me a favor, email me. Email us and let us know what you want to what you want to hear. Do you want to do you want to hear another Toonami podcast? I mean, whatever you want want us to do, give us give us some ideas. We're looking for feedback, guys. We want to do more. We want to do some more stuff. I'm starting to get more of a staff so I can, you know, do more things. Well, that too. Um, (laughs) And, um, yeah, so just let us know. Podcast at TunamiFaithful.com. And like I said, I hope you guys tune into the new podcast, the Demon Slayer podcast, which is coming mid-October. So, Um, But um, where for anybody that's listening for the first time, you can hear us on SoundCloud. You can hear us on Spotify, which I'm very proud of. Um, you can hear us on Stitcher. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts. It's no longer iTunes, so it's Apple Podcasts. And pretty much you can hear us everywhere. Um, we, uh, we're we on pretty much every Android app because that's basically where it is for podcasting. So um, if you haven't heard us, you can listen to us everywhere, and we're available everywhere. So please do tune in to us when we, when we come out. All of our episodes, though, are on SoundCloud.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast from episode one all the way up through to this episode. So please do follow us there. And if you are a new listener, I do encourage you to go back and listen all the way back and come all the way up to this episode because there's a lot of good episodes in there and interviews as well. So um, you can follow us on Twitter at Tsunami Podcast. And you can also follow or like us on Facebook. It's Facebook.com slash Tsunami Faithful Podcast. So please do that. Um, we also have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Podcast. Um, basically, that allows you guys to help us out with um, funding the website, funding the podcast, and doing various things throughout the year that we do. It does help. I've been able to pay a lot of things related to the, fa- to the, the website, so um, thank you guys for doing that. I'm very happy that you guys help us with that, and I appreciate all the work. So if you can help us, and you want to hear content, hear and see content first, because all of our content will be posted there before we even put it to the public. It's patreon.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast. We have what's called the Toonami Faithful Pass, and I hope that you guys will spend the $5 per month to get that. So, All right, so Colt, where can they find you, sir? You can follow me on Twitter at AdAmbientVirus. I do bi-weekly Twitch streams Thursdays and Sundays for Final Fantasy Record Keeper. I'm trying to do a bit more off the top, but uh, I'm trying to start doing Minecraft before I do Sunday stuff. Um, I want to do a whole lot more, but it's hard to get it switched into this office space of mine when it's basically a crammed storage unit. Um, That's about it, really. 
at least for me. All right, Sketch, where can they find you, sir? You can find me on Twitter at Sketch1984. All right, and as usual, you can find me on Twitter at Paul Biscrillo. You can email me, paulbiscrillo, at tunamifaithful.com. And like Sketch should be doing, you can find me on Discord, just uh, at me at Paul Biscrillo. I actually have um, been I will on try Discord to recently. I was trying to get people to play Smash Brothers. Oh, God. I don't frequent that enough, but I do post my streams there, so I yeah, read the you, mod chat as necessary. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, anyways. I think Sean shows up to him every now and then. Uh, yeah, Sean. That's the only person. Um, <laughs> hey, I get five people if I'm lucky. <sighs> Either anyways. Way. Anyways. Thank you guys, as always, for listening to us. Thank you for listening to this episode. And thank you for always following and tuning in to us. But that's it for this week's Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Peace.